Hi, and welcome to the Chats with Jen podcast. I'm Jen Fennec, a leadership coach who's worked with thousands of people over the years to make bold career moves. I love nothing more than working with modern leaders to find that sweet spot between career and life. Yes, you can have both. I want this podcast to be a breath of fresh air, bringing insights and stories and hot tips to help you make confident career moves and to navigate growth and change. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, hello, how are you? Oh my goodness, it's been a little while since I recorded a podcast. There's been so much going on. It's been a really exciting period and I just juggling onboarding leaders and coaching a whole um, team of leaders across Europe at the moment for a big pharmaceutical company. I've been onboarding them. Plus just really wanted to be focusing some time on the family and just enjoying some of this lovely weather and I'm back running more and yoga. Oh, you know, so actually the podcast just got put to the side for a minute but I am back and today I am talking about something that has been an absolute game changer for me personally but for many of the leaders I've worked with and I would love to share that with you and that is really looking at where we go or where you go during times of stress. Now we all have things that derail us, you know, we all have these kind of tendencies that when we're under pressure and under stress, and that's not always a bad thing, you know, stress is good, um, we have these natural places that we go and just having that awareness and being able to know how we can get out of those can be an absolute game changer. Now I'll give you a wee example in a, in a minute but um, it's one of the things you know when I'm working with leaders you know I work with leaders all across the globe um, and many of them are going through periods of growth and change um, and that's awesome and it's really exciting and we get to build you know a vision of what success looks like or we set really awesome goals and we get that clarity and I, I always kind of kick off when I'm working with leaders around you know looking at things very holistically around work and life and But one of the things that we always look at is, you know, what might get in the way of them achieving the things they want to achieve? You know, what could derail them? And so often it is themselves. So often it is themselves that are one of the biggest derailers or things that could get in the way of them achieving the things they want to achieve. You might be sitting there nodding your head right now and thinking, yes, absolutely, um, I am <laughs> part of the problem. Uh, but look, you know, it's important for us to know, you know, for us to be thinking, really flinging ourselves forward and thinking about the things that we want to achieve and where we want to be with our career and with our life. But then it's also really important to look at what could get in the way, you know, is that achievable? First of all, is that achievable? Most of the times it's yes, you know, because we have an incredible capacity to learn and grow. Um, but then it's looking at what might get in the way. And when we can be aware of this, we can then come up with hacks to overcome it. I honestly believe that we need to really know how to hack our brains and it will really unlock so much in us so unlock so much of our potential and actually you know sometimes it can be a little bit uncomfortable to start with because you know historically we've done things the way we've always done them and maybe got quite comfortable in that and comfortable with the discomfort but actually you know why not be uncomfortable you know as we try a new way okay now, I'll give you a few examples of things that, you know, so even just recently with some of the leaders I've been working with, you know, looking and exploring their kind of tendencies during during periods of stress. You know, we have, you know, someone who, was, who procrastinates, who really just goes round and round in circles and just procrastinates rather than just kind of falls into that kind of avoidance of taking action. 
people who will say yes to too many things and maybe just you know, underestimate just their workload and end up being way too busy and end up burning out, uh, who will say, yeah, say yes to everything, people pleasing versus, you know, making the right decisions, you know, people who will you know, actually withdraw and not want to be visible when actually the thing that will get them closer to achieving the things they want to is around, you know, being visible and communicating. I mean, for me personally, the reason that it's really been a game changer for me is actually, you know, a few few years ago, when I first launched my business, I was doing quite a lot of work for the HBA, the Healthcare Business Women's Association. And one of the one of our volunteer sessions um, we did was looking at some psychometric. We did some psychometric profiling and how we could use that information to work better as a volunteer group. And actually, that was really interesting for me. You know, actually, you know, I'm I'm someone who helps others so often do it, but actually having a look at that profile. It said what I knew already that you know I'm I'm someone who's naturally an action taker. I love making things happen and taking action and moving things forward. Hopefully that will come as no surprise. But I do it through people. You know I love having a network and connecting people and you know the power of conversation. So really I lean into taking action and people. However, what this profile said to me was that during periods of stress. I suddenly go into analytical into the kind of the analytical zone. And I was thinking, actually that's that makes so much sense. It's just like the penny had dropped. And I was all kind of aware. I mean, most of these things sit just below the surface. So, you know, quite often it's just that a kind of a penny drop dropping moment versus, you know, any new, completely new light bulb moment. It's like, but it was just sitting below the surface. I was like, actually that makes so much sense. And actually, if I think about it, you know, I mean, even as an example, you know, I remember, you know, very back, very, you know, right back at the beginning of my business, I was doing a big presentation. It was the first time I delivered this presentation for this organization. And I was, you know, and I remember Ben came back from work and I'd been, you know, um, doing the presentation and I was writing all my notes. You know, I love the, I love putting pen to paper to write, you know, write some notes. And he was like, it's like a 45-minute presentation. You've got like four or five pages, A4 pages of notes, Jen. I was like, oh, and I I re- even remember just being in such a tizzy. I don't know if that's a word, a normal word. That's a word that we use in New Zealand. But really, I had got myself into such a fluster because, you know, there was an element of stress, you know, and I was doing something new um, and I really wanted it to be awesome and to deliver the impact and make a difference to the people who were on the receiving end of this. But yes, he was right. I was like four or five pages of like writing and notes for this 45-minute presentation. I was thinking, oh my goodness, I am so worked up and off the back of that information, I was like, do you know what? I've actually fallen into that zone. I am in that kind of perfectionist. I'm overanalyzing. I'm getting really stuck in the detail. And I was like, do you know what? Right, okay, so to get myself out, how am I going to break this? Because this is just not going to go the way I want it to do. I'm not at my best right now. I'm in that kind of stress zone and not in a good way. So I thought, where is my sweet spot? My sweet spot, again, action and people. But in this, on this particular day, I thought, right, do you know what? I'm going to shut down, physically shut down the laptop. I ripped up the four or five pages of notes for this presentation, put them in the bin, put my running shoes on and went for a run. So, you know, so I physically took action. And then I came back after that run, I had a quick chat to Ben. I opened my laptop, 
I put some post-it notes of some notes, you know, for each of kind of each slide, just a couple of reminders. And then, I, you know, when I delivered the presentation, it went exactly how I wanted it to go, you know, and it was so much about, you know, the energy that was behind it. It was less about all that didn't have to be perfect, you know, because actually when I'm at my best, it's kind of just, you know, not winging it to a degree, but just kind of going with the flow because actually, you know, this particular presentation was about, you know, how to accelerate your career and really own your career story and that is something I've been doing and helping people you know I've helped thousands of people with that over the years so I didn't need five pages of tiny little notes um, to help with that presentation I just had to trust myself and back myself you know so that's kind of just a wee example about for me but I would love to say that you know, when you uncover where you go during periods of stress, that there was kind of a magic wand that would prevent you from ever going back into that zone ever again. It's just not the case. We will still experience stress often in the same way. So I still, at this point, even with all that knowledge and even with the tools to get me out of uh, of that zone, I still have periods where I go into that place where I kind of become a little bit more of a perfectionist. I overanalyze or get stuck in that, stuck in the detail again. But the thing is, I know now to recognize it much quicker and I know exactly how to get myself out of it. So that's why, yeah, and we talk about self-awareness and just the importance of self-awareness. And I absolutely, absolutely believe in that. I think it's so, so important. But it's what do we do with that information? And when things are going well, you know, it, often it's less, you know, less important. But if you think about being a modern leader, you know, it's we're, we're constantly growing and learning and a certain level of stress, you know, and if you're someone that's ambitious and you want to progress your career and it becomes even more important to really be managing that internal voice and really making sure that your mindset is in the best way possible and that's leaning into when you're in your at your best but also knowing when you're <laughs> when you're at your worst and how you can get yourself out of that now a couple of examples because I always love sharing stories and um, you know of, of others because I think it always you know resonates and it helps you to start to think about you know how you can use this information for your own life and to really make changes in your own um, approach to work and life. I was working with um, with a leader who had been working with for the same organisation for many years. She was you know, an incredible talent. She'd been developed through the organization. They'd created a brand new role with her in mind, with her kind of special skill set and knowledge. And they were excited to be able to offer her this opportunity. She was really excited that she'd been able to kind of carve out this opportunity. But within the first few months, things really started to unravel. I was actually brought in and the conversation started really around um, this leader had decided that she was going to resign. It came as a massive shock to the organization and even the leader was pretty upset about it all um, and they the organization said look Jen you know she's agreed to be open to some some coaching we really hope that we can retain her because we just we, you know we, we love her this role has been designed around her see what you can do. So I started working with this leader and even within the first you know, hour, hour and a half, I always kind of kick off with about, you know, with a slightly longer kickoff session. We got right to the heart of it. She was, you know, going this brand new role is a clean slate. She had, you know, the full remit to, you know, hire a team to, you know, to really push the boundaries. It was such an exciting opportunity. And actually, when she was talking about it, the excitement and energy just came through in her voice. So what was going wrong? You know, we started to look at, you know, 
her vision, you know, what were her kind of six, 12 months goals, you know, how getting that clarity on, you know, how her role within that, you know, what, what was her role in, in that vision? And there was so much excitement, excitement, and she had, you know, great clarity. But I said to her, you know, what's going to get in the way of you achieving all those things? And for her, oh, she was absolute, she just said, you know, I am absolutely burnt out. You know, I am just, I, I'm not seeing my family, I'm not exercising, I'm just putting so much time and effort into trying to figure out how to to deliver the things I've said I'm going to deliver. And I'm just, you know, I'm just avoiding having some big conversations, I'm avoiding actually putting out into the organization my, my strategy. Oh, so there's just so much going on. So really during that stress phase, you know, she had been, she was feeling quite overwhelmed with the clean slate so she had a vision but she didn't have a strategy and she really was avoiding actually presenting uh, really thinking putting that together and actually presenting it because she was you know feeling quite anxious and nervous it was all so new look I'm sure you can resonate we've all been there with these things you know putting our own thoughts out that into the world during you know growth and change you know our deep-rooted fears of you know judgment or failure all come to the surface and it just all become pretty overwhelming and because work wasn't you know wasn't really in the flow for her she was actually putting so much time and energy into work that she wasn't seeing her sons um, she wasn't seeing her husband as much you know because she was just trying to focus on work and also she hadn't you know she wasn't really doing things like go to the gym or just having some you know just breathing space so things were just had just unraveled you know so we started to just build that again that real clear vision we looked at you know what did she need within that and we started to look at you know how she could set some boundaries and just even that awareness of where she had gone and again she was able to kind of get that excitement back we were able to look at you know a plan a strategy at least initially we also were able to look at you know how she could start prioritizing time to be back with the family and back um you know, putting time and injecting time into life and everything kind of came together. The cool thing is that within 18 months, she actually was promoted again. <laughs> like it's so, you know, and the, and we're still in touch to this day. But the next time she was promoted, all these learnings, you know, the awareness of where she goes when things are kind of, you know, when the pressure's on um, and she's going through a growth phase, she was able to really use all that knowledge um, to make sure she didn't derail in the same way possible. So the cool thing is, okay, being aware, so taking a step back, looking at what's going on, just understanding that you're going through growth and change, there's going to be a level of stress and pressure there. Where are you going? You know, when are you feeling at your best? When you're feeling less comfortable or getting a little bit overwhelmed and what's going on, so having that awareness and then knowing how you can get out of it, you know, again, and what do you need to be able to deliver the things you want to deliver. And you're going to notice such a positive change, such a positive change indeed. Now, another example, I was working with a leader um, um, not so long ago. Again, you know, his, you know, so his sweet spot when he's at his best, you know, he's an incredible user and got a big global remit of his team and he's, you know, he's quite a strategic leader, so he loves, you know, he loves kind of the um, the analysis and, you know, and then taking action based on that. But when he's faced with something new, like when he came to work with me, when he just started a new role, and he was really feeling a little bit stuck, he was feeling, you know, yeah, just frustrated, he wasn't really enjoying it in those kind of early days. 
And so we really started to look at mapping everything out. We know, you know, he actually had an incredible vision, you know, and actually, um, we he really had the, the strategy to back it up, and you know, he knew what his role was, you know, he knew how he could do the vision, and everything he wanted to do was had the team, you know, at the heart of it. But actually, the thing that was getting in the way was that he was just getting so kind of stuck in the people zone, you know, and and he was kind of getting drawn into kind of everyday kind of drama he was kind of he was starting to really care a little bit too much about you know what people might think you know because some of the decisions that he he really needed to make um that were the best for the team and for the organization some of them were going to have a less than positive impact on people and he was kind of avoiding that so he's kind of getting really kind of stuck in a bit of a, a loop and he really just did not know how to get out of it. So we kind of, again, went back into his strengths. We looked at the vision, the strategy. We looked at what the right course of action was. And we started to hold himself accountable for that. Getting out of these type of loops, we all kind of get stuck in these zones and get stuck in a the loop. There's a few things you can do. And actually, I'm just, even before we jump into that, maybe just take a minute to think, you know, what's resonating for you? You know, what are you taking away already from this? You know, are any of these stories that I've been sharing my own and other leaders, you know, are any of those, you know, similar to how you experience work and life and stress? So before I finish up on this podcast episode, what I'd really love to leave you with is some practical ways that you can start to be more self-aware, but then work out what is going to help you get out. So the very first thing is reflect. You know, I always talk to my leaders about the power of reflection, you know, as as leaders who are ambitious and pushing the boundaries, you know, so often we're looking forward, um, but actually there's clues to everything um, if we can just look backwards. Um, but also in the moment, you know, catch ourselves and reflect in the moment, you know, so reflect on, you know, when are you feeling at your best, you know, so even just make a conscious effort to think about, you know, hey, oh, do you know, what? I'm in flow right now. I'm feeling really good about work, about life. Just start to notice, you know, what is the environment like? What are you doing? You know, what is, you know, what, how, how's your mindset? You know, what are, you know, just starting to really notice all of this. So you're really aware of when you're in the zone, when you're at your best. Um, and then again, on the flip side, you know, when are you not feeling at your best you know maybe when you are you feeling you know anxious you're feeling a bit overwhelmed a little bit frustrated a little bit negative and again taking a step back and thinking right okay short-circuiting that what's going on right now you know again you know what's what's the situation what's the environment what's going on what am I doing what am I not doing Um, and again just kind of starting to really build that picture I think with all that knowledge and insights, it's about how do we then hack our brains, you know? So also asking others, you know, who who knows you the best? You know, Ben knows me really well. So again, he quite often, will, he'll be able to notice when I fall into that kind of zone of really, you know, perfectionist or really getting stuck in the detail or a bit like, you know, um, kind of frenzied and kind of preparing for something and he'll be able to kind of you know call it out and I'll be like actually you're right and I'll go out for a run that seems to be my my go-to or or a walk or do some yoga so ask others you know who knows you really well and say you know where where do they notice that you go when you're feeling under pressure under stress and just really again that can they help with you know recognizing that in you and I think again this becomes so so important the more you progress your career because you know if 
as many of the leaders that I work with, you know, they're they're in roles where they're kind of, you know, they become quite senior that you don't have as many people around you, you know, checking in to see, you know, how are you getting on? So you have to be um, pretty self-sufficient, you know, obviously having a support network, but actually, you know, from a day-to-day perspective of making sure that your head is in in your operation the best way possible, it's, you you need to be able to be more self-sufficient. So reflect Become more self-aware when you're at your best, when you're not at your best, what's going on. Be looking at, you know, speaking to others. How do they notice? How can they help you? But also then be thinking, you know, how do you snap yourself out of it? You know, and again, you know, quite often, you know, I speak to leaders and they've, they're actually sitting on, you know, psychometric assessments or, you know, insight reports. You know, have a look at those. When was the last time you had a look at those? Sometimes we do them and we do them as kind of a tick box thing as organizations and we just park them. Um, but actually, there's so many clues in there that can help you. And again, we're kind of looking at how we can then look at hacks and keep hacks up our sleeve. So, I hope this has been useful. You know, I feel like I've um, shared a few stories, and but there's just so, so much more that can be, you know, explored with this topic. And But it's something I'm so, so passionate about because I think, you know, to keep pushing the boundaries, to be ambitious, that, you know, it's just so important to be able to make sure that our heads are a positive place. You know, we have so many, com- so much complexity out there. There's so many challenges. There's so many curveballs um, that at the very least, we should not be, one of those blocks right I think we have such an incredible capacity to learn and grow and we have so much more power over our mindset um, and uh, then, then we then we give ourselves credit for you know I honestly believe if we can learn to hack our brains and hack our minds that we can change our lives and that maybe sounds a little bit dramatic but I've seen it so many times um, that those that can learn how to bounce back when they derail and they can do that faster and faster go on to just be more in ease and flow be bolder be more courageous be able to accelerate their careers feel more comfortable in who they are as leaders feel more comfortable with with failure and uncertainty there's just so much benefit to this so I hope you found this really useful and uh, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, I'm definitely going to be back now (laughs) I've got so much more to share so many more stories to share Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this has been useful. I mean, I started the episode by saying it has been an absolute game changer for me and for many of the leaders I work with. And I hope that you can take that away and start to implement it in your own career and life. Now, I love to hear from people all over the globe um, about you know the podcast episodes and the tips and hints that have really resonated with them and they've been able to apply. So please, you know, if this has been useful, you know, drop into my LinkedIn DMs, come over and connect or drop me an email. I love, love, love to hear from you. So please, you know, let me know what's resonating or even just to say hi and where and when you've been listening. And if you've got any idea of content or any kind of topics you'd like me to cover for future podcast episodes, I'm always open to inspiration. So I'd love to hear your ideas. But anyway, thanks again for tuning in and I look forward to chatting to you next time. Bye.